Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. Well, well it could be good morning because it's the first video. Someone to love. Today I want to talk to you about self-sufficiency and a really important concept because self-sufficiency means self-confidence. Now, there is a lot of uh, confusion uh, around this topic. So today we're talking about someone to love. We grow up uh, from a childhood with a very um, minimalist concept of what love is. We say there is someone out there for me, there is a, a soul mate out there for me because we feel lonely and we feel that life will be much more uh, secure if we find the one. <clears throat> we feel it necessary to uh, let go or abandon those we have loved or even not even admit that we love them uh, in order to move forward to find the one. But there is nothing that will distract a human being from self-sufficiency and therefore self-confidence than the concept of some one to love. Today, I want you to do an exercise and it's a very important exercise in your development and growth. Today, I want you to try this one exercise, and that is falling in love a thousand times a day. What I need you to do is to, on your gratitude walk or on the phone or on the computer, to fall in love with things and people and life but instead of actually wanting to take everything you fall in love with home, just acknowledge you just fell in love. Fall in love with people. I honestly would say, in my life, I fall in love a thousand times a day. And I don't just fall in love with human beings or females. I fall in love with children. I fall in love with shop owners. I fall in love with the beach. I fall in love with the ocean. And the importance of this is to make sure that we are abundant in our concept of someone to love. And rather than targeting on one individual, we say someone to love is the freedom to think, to feel what we want, when we want, about what we do. Now, none of this can be expressed. As soon as you express love, that becomes an intent, that becomes an expectation. That becomes uh, uh, a communication. But someone to love is a feeling within you. It's not a sexual love. It's not an attraction. It's not an elation. It's not something you want. It's not something you haven't already got. It's the freedom to fall in love a thousand times a day. Do you know I've known people in relationships who forbid their partner from even being attracted to other people? because they want to contain the love of their partner to them. They're so frightened that the abundance of love and the someone to love, and so they capture their partner into this paradigm where you say, if you love somebody else, therefore you can't love me. This is really unfortunate because if you buy into that, if you love somebody else, therefore you can't love me, you become frightfully insecure because we get exposed to what's called the sneeze factor. 
And that is if there's just one person in the world, a soulmate that you love and everybody else is secondary or is tertiary or is unimportant and you don't fall in love a thousand times a day. If that person that you love sneezes, coughs, splutters, breathes differently, thinks differently, acts differently, treats you differently, behaves differently, wants something that you haven't got or wants something that you have got, you are vulnerable, you are insecure, you are exposed, you are not self-sufficient anymore. And nobody's going to be with a dependent, a needy person, which you become if you focus all your love on one person. In the process of understanding this, uh, I wrote a book called Breaking Up Without Heartbreak. And this book uh, was published in America. The, the uh, proceeds of the book go to charity. And I have no idea how much it is. But it's by far, by far, my best-selling book. I know that uh, Inner Wealth, the book, has been, it's in its fourth reprint. And that's quite a significant number of books. But Breaking Up Without Heartbreak is absolutely my best-selling book by a country mile. It must have gone past 100, $200,000 copies. Why? Because it teaches you to love everyone. And what it talks about in this uh, Breaking Up Without Heartbreak is, is a thing called love pockets in your heart. When we break up a relationship or we move on from our parents or, we, or a sibling passes away or someone dies, just because they left the earth doesn't mean we can't still love them. Just because we don't want to live with that person anymore doesn't mean we can't love them. And all human pain comes from holding back love. So love pockets in your heart is my genius concept to say, I can have every person I've ever loved in my entire life in a pocket in my heart, especially for them. And that means you don't suffer. You don't suffer. You don't suffer from withdrawal and holding back love. You operate in an abundance. And this someone to love doesn't become a vulnerability. It becomes a thousand times a day you fall in love. A thousand times a day you can love someone. And this is self-sufficiency. Now, Amongst all this, you're going to say, well, what's different about all that and a relationship? Well, a relationship with someone, a significant other, is a person you choose to live with. Now, you can love five people. You can love five people as you walk down the street. Well, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. But you don't choose to live with five people. You choose to live with one. And when that person and you, if you ever do, choose not to live together, you can still love them. You can't change that. You love them forever. So love pockets in your heart are where, even going back to, I can remember uh, Patricia, the first girl I fell in love with when I was 11, and I still remember her to this day. And Bronwyn, uh, when I was six years old, we fell in love. And I still have a love pocket for these people. I've been married, this is my sixth marriage, with six beautiful human beings, five of whom, if I crossed them in the street, anywhere in the world, would run up and hug me and experience love. So I want to finish this little concept today of falling in love a thousand times a day and the ability to love many but choose one with a story. My a beautiful, beautiful uh, uh, fourth wife was Elena. 
Helena, and she was Colombian. And Elena and I uh, had this incredible way that we, we met. She emailed me on the internet one day and said, uh, I've heard about all your work. She's Hispanic, uh, Elena Rodriguez. And I thought, oh, you must come from uh, Hispanic uh, South America somewhere. And she said, I really love your work and I've done similar work over there in um, Colombia. Love to connect one day. And I go, great, it, look, if ever you're in Australia, please look me up because I'd love to connect with you to be really nice. And there was nothing. No photographs, nothing exchanged. Just a contact and a kindred spirit, to call, call it that. And she said, well, I actually am here in Australia and, and if ever you're in Sydney, please give me in, get in touch. And I said to her, well, I, had, I do live in Sydney, uh, 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 so why don't we work out where we are? She said, well, um, yeah, sure, uh, I could meet you near Edgecliff. And I said, well, I live near Edgecliff. And she said, so do I. She lived next door. What a funny thing. Or two doors up, let's, you know, within stone's throw of my house. And we, we bumped into each other in the park and it was instantaneously we fell in love. Instantaneously. We had this beautiful friendship of, uh, and kindred spirit. Anyway, we flew to Colombia eventually after a year or so and we got married in front of all her family, in front of all her best friends in her life, amongst all her kindred spirits and among all of her people that she knew. And all her brothers and sisters came from around the world and we put on this very elaborate wedding. <clears throat> and we came back to Australia through America and we did a trip here and trip there and did all this, went to Nepal. Anyway, we got back to Australia and we lived happily ever after. And after two years, I needed to move in one direction. Elena needed to move in another direction. And not without some level of um, discomfort, we decided to move away from each other. So Elena moved away. But Elena had a beautiful gift, and that was the word mi amor, which in, as you know, in Spanish, my love. Elena never stopped saying mi amor to me. And the gift of that language is that it's not exclusively used for the person that you are in a relationship with. You can say me or more to your children. You can say me or more to your friend. You can say me or more to your uh, uh, postman. You can say me or more to your family, your father, the mother, it, it, me or more. And so she never stopped saying me or more. And that's a lovely way to recognize that once, even though you, you separate and you go your separate ways, the love between you doesn't go. It's just you choose not to live together. And the gift of the language, which we don't have in English, which is, I love you, it has no sexual connotation. It has no multiple use. Me and more. And so I think that's a great example of how love pockets in your heart can are really important to rekindle and say you go through all the people you've ever dated and all the people you've ever fallen in love with and all the people you've let go and if there's anybody in that list that you can't face anybody in that list you don't feel love for that you have loved then you've got some homework to do because holding back love for someone you've loved because they've not done what you want them to do or because they haven't met your expectation is a crime to yourself and it makes you it makes you insecure, it makes you attach yourself to the partner that you're with 
And when you attach yourself to the partner with you with, you stop loving them because you throw on your partner expectations that way that they will behave in a way that you want. Remembering, people can reject your expectation. They can't reject your love. So someone to love as being one of the essential ingredients of self-sufficiency and self-confidence, therefore, doesn't mean that you randomly have sex with everyone. It means you have love pockets in your heart, that you fall in love a thousand times a day. But someone, one of those people, you choose to live with. And then the purpose of that relationship is to support and challenge you. Because the purpose of a relationship is not happiness. The purpose of a relationship is support and challenge. And anybody who's been with another person for more than six weeks knows that. Therefore, someone to love, someone to love and near more is a really important part of self-sufficiency. But it's not one. So go out there today and fall in love a thousand times. See how it feels. Don't be shy about it. You're choosing to live with just one person.